0: Welcome back to our continuation of our discussion from workshop number one in the 2021 N.I.C.E. project.
1: Toni Morrison, um, born in 1931 and passed away fairly recently, just 2019, uh, Mm -hmm. one of the most celebrated writers of our time. Uh, She was the first African-American woman to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Uh, This recognition was to come after the writing of Sula, which was the second of several novels um morrison was born as chloe or wolford and she was raised in ohio and sula is set in ohio um she lived in a working class black family and while her hometown was at least somewhat racially integrated her father did not trust white people at all and that's because at the age of 15 he witnessed a lynching Ooh. Mm-hmm. and so I, I can't even imagine the trauma Ooh. of that yeah Um, Morrison converted to Catholicism at a young age. She studied literature at Howard and Cornell. She married a Jamaican architect for six years and together they had two children before they divorced. And then as a single mother, she's working at random house in New York city. Uh, she became the first black woman, senior editor in the fiction department. And she did a powerful lot there to try to bring, black writers into the mainstream so she's not just effective as a writer that's important She is also extremely important as an editor and bringing black voices to the mainstream and I, mm-hmm. I, that's really important to note mm-hmm. um, her first book was the bluest eye it was published when she was 39 um, and again it is notable that she wrote this book while raising two young sons on her own mm. and we see in this book Sula That we have a lot of single mothers in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, Other books that she has written that you may have heard of include Song of Solomon, Tar Baby, and Beloved. And her books from the beginning, they won acclaim, they won recognition, she's won uh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, National Humanities Medal, uh, Nobel Prizes we mentioned, Pulitzer Prize for Fiction, Uh, she's also been a professor at various points in her life from early adulthood to retirement, including Texas Southern Howard and Princeton. And Mm. she won acclaim as a presenter and lecturer and, and she appeared on Oprah three times. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And this was at the start of Oprah's book club. So Mm -hmm. one could say that they, they definitely
0: helped each other. there. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, and key with this biography, I think is understanding, Throughout her career, she is centering black narratives told through a black lens. There have been stories, and we've considered books, Mm -hmm. that were maybe these are black narratives told through a white lens no Mm -hmm. she's telling them through a black lens she does not see a reason to have to explain you know black culture black terminology when this is in quotes but Mm -hmm. um you know she sees no reason to have to explain everything or change things for a white audience um which is extremely important on how that's centered Mm -hmm. so in early in her career you know this was kind of risky this kind of labeled her as you are a black writer and she was getting pressure to well why don't you write about some white people and then you can be mainstream and she was quite insistent on you know no um it is gratifying to see that this
0: decision
1: paid off and brought her recognition and acclaim
0: yes definitely
1: and then i gotta end with with this quote in her her biography here this was a quote i found from dana williams who is a professor of african-american literature at howard university The quote is, in Morrison's work and in the work she edited, what you see are stories that shifted the gaze. What those books did was create real intercultural conversation where everyone gets to eavesdrop on the actual conversation non-white people were having, the lives non-white people were living, and the things some of us sometimes do to one another. In doing so, it allows readers to recognize that black experiences include universal components. Mm-hmm. And so as, as three white chicks here. <laughs> yeah,
0: we always have to say that. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I, I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, it, it did not pander to white people in any way, but mm-hmm. I absolutely could find universals in it.
0: Oh, yeah, it was very. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that we've always tried to approach um, some of the books that we've always chosen in the past and everything with that viewpoint that, you know, they're, first of all, they're classics for a reason. Second of all, we love them for a reason. And third, despite our own limitations of our lives, our skin color, whatever, uh, you know, and we're primarily Midwestern white women, you know, of a certain age, I'm of a certain age at least. <laughs> And, and you know yet we, you know the, the universal themes and characters and situations and um, everything in the books that we choose are the entry into the books for us. If, if a book happens to have other aspects to it that our own lives might not have touched upon. Um, And I I feel like we try very hard to respect and honor the writers, the authors, and the stories and characters that they create. So that's just a little, I don't know, something I was just feeling in the moment.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I can go on to talk about themes. or Did you want to stop and do some of our questions?
0: Um, Well, uh, this is, this is our intro workshop, and you're kind of uh, in charge of the time, because <laughs> I'll forget. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so you, you do what it. you want. You know? <laughs> I, I'm striving so hard to keep it to 15 minutes, so I will,
1: I will briefly cover. The themes I found, female relationships, mm-hmm. sexuality, mm-hmm. moral ambiguity, death, and the fascination of death. hmm um duality and the black experience which i think would be more properly put as the black experiences Mm -hmm. because you know she's very clear on these are individual human beings who happen to be black Mm -hmm. it's not all one you know monotone experience Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so great um did you see any other uh themes that you want to call to light either of you
0: um i was struck when I was reading it, especially in the uh, sections when they're children, when Sula and Nell are children. I think the the perspective of the children, of, of, you know, these two little girls and what goes on in their minds and how they see the world and how they react to things that happen. I, I'm not sure that's a theme, but it's something that really struck me because... Uh, you know despite all the changes they went through in their lives those those little personalities stuck you know and and personality is formed by your experiences right and so i felt like their (coughs) excuse me their childhood experiences and reactions and perspectives and everything were very important to um the telling of the entire story and to the character building that happens throughout the story if that makes sense. So I guess character building, I don't know if that's a theme. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, I mean, definitely something we remember about the book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not, it's not every day that we have, we choose books that start with, you know, characters in their childhood and take them all the way through to their deaths. You know, Mm -hmm. we just, that just isn't something we usually find in the books that we choose. So um it, even even just that is a remarkable thing that uh, Toni Morrison created. It's a you know two lifetimes are in that book, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: Deborah, what stuck out to you as you were reading Sula? If I may put you on the well, <laughs> you
2: know, I I have read, um, and I haven't read all that I want. I'm still hungry for more um, of Toni Morrison's works. But mm-hmm. what I found like after an evening of reading and, and this gets, and it's, this touches upon the, the universal themes of universal connections that you've mm-hmm. already mentioned and the character building and seeing life through the eyes of children. And then I'm also thinking about, you know, like when the the grandmother was really upset with the grandson and he was mad and we know what happens, what she does to him. And, And there would be evenings after reading that I had forgotten it was supposed to be looked at in the, you know, through the eyes of of the black culture. Mm -hmm. It's like the blackness melted away. It just wasn't there. There was more, I felt a deeper connection in the lives of the people and the stories and how they saw things without the black context Mm -hmm. and then and then it's like well am i missing anything because you know i don't know the the black culture what am i missing as a as a white person did i Mm -hmm. did i miss the point or something or or i i was just caught in the moment of relating to these young kids and these humans and these mothers and these other roles without color Mm -hmm. and i found that very refreshing because then I could go back and read it and and then connect it with it in a different color and then in mm-hmm. a different color and a different color and a different color. So um, it it was many stories mm-hmm. actually. That's mm-hmm. yeah. what it ended up for me, and that's why I enjoyed it so much because it was very full blossomed.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's a really good point. And well, well, you know, workshop number two is dedicated to Sula, so we will be able to go into a lot more detail about uh, that kind of a reaction to the book, and and especially about um, just being immersed in it without even really realizing it's about black characters. You know, um, I think that's something that we will probably talk more about. But I think that's really uh, an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I have questions I could launch into, but I'm seeing it's already nearly a half hour. I
0: time know. Time. <laughs> we well, do. hey, we got a whole other workshop on <laughs> Sula right. coming up, so that's okay. We'll just move on. Oh my gosh, it's my turn now, the yellow wallpaper. The discussion from workshop number one in the 2021 NICE project continues in our next At the Roundtable episode.